All right. It's 8.02. You're late. No, it's 8.02. You're late. Ah. Uh, it's All not right. my phone with the difficulties. <laughs> Tell you what. Hey, Joy. Can you tap on my face on there? I got it. Can you tap on my face, Joy? He loves love taps go. on his face. There we go. Well, a little bit, little bit blown out here. Here's a little messy. He's quickly realizing it was a mistake to invite me on his podcast. I think I am. I think we should have Lissity tell you all about the will of God. Right, Lissy? Come here. Okay. Here, okay. here we go. Expert on the Bible and all things Get really, the will really of God. Get really, close to this okay? microphone. Get as close as possible. What is the will of God? You forgot. Do you know? Okay, how do we find out what the will of God is? Lean really close to the microphone. With the Bible. Very good. How do we know? How like? Wh why do we go to the Bible? Because God said to. Yeah, is that how God speaks to us? Mm -hmm. How do we talk to God? By praying. Very good. And there you go, folks. That's the will of God 101 by a five-year-old. Right. Almost five-year-old. Thank you for watching the stream. <laughs> and wait, no. we're not we're we're not we're not even getting started. We I mean we are getting started, I'm but sure. you know, we haven't gotten very far into the video, so life juice. Madame. I forgot to do that at the beginning of the podcast. Hey, I got headphones, guys. Hey, put them on, put them on. If you do this, this actually wipes your memory. Let's try it. Yeah. Who are you? Where Speaking am I? The microphone, Barry. Who are you? Can you hear yourself? Where am I? I can, can but who am I? Can you hear me? My has been wiped. Although, I should take off my earrings because, owie, it's pokey on the back of my head. All right. Now that we have, yes. I know. You were already in. You got your turn. Hey, Liz, if he ever talks about why pink is the best color, then you can be on, okay? Okay. For now, you have to go upstairs. All right. Can you hear me? Can you? Can you hear me? Not in my headphones. No. no. Technical difficulties. All right. You can't. You can't hear me. Your your headphones aren't coming. Oh, that's that's why. Um, you should be. You should hear yourself. I can hear myself. Oh, yeah. you can hear yourself. Well, I can hear that's myself. Fine. That's fine. That's what we want. All right. So, how was your day? Good. Good. I got to talk to one of my closest friends, probably the person I would say is my best friend, known her for the longest amount of time, and yeah. we've done a ton of stuff together. This is aside from my siblings. Of course. Um, and yeah, we got to talk for like three hours today, catching up on Whoa. life. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we got to catch up on what God has been teaching us lately. That's always encouraging. If you don't have a friend that you can talk to that encourages you in what 
you're learning and and what they're learning from God's word and just in life, you need to yeah. find one because they are the best. <laughs> yes. That's... If you need one, Joanna Graham. She's Joanna the best. Graham? I almost said camps, but her name is oh. Graham now. <laughs> when you say Graham, I think of Appleton. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, no, there's, nope. There's Joanna Fruits, the camps. She's a, a good friend. If you need a friend, yeah. you got a friend in her. Absolutely. How's your day been? Um, I once killed a man. Ah, you can hear me now. I can hear you now. It's a bit echoey, but we will, we will make do. We will, well, well, It's your podcast. You tell me. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you can adjust that to adjust how loud the headphones are. Oh, okay. Wow. Cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty mm -hmm. cool. Tell and me. if I don't want to hear you, I can just bring it all the way down. That's anyway. okay. Most people don't want to hear me. Oh, very sad. That's um, why I'm here to torture the watchers. <laughs> for those of you that slurping a noise. Yeah. For those of you that slurping a noise, this is not the podcast for you. Mm -hmm. Um. So, what's the topic today? It's your podcast, but it's <laughs> the will of God. <laughs> It is the will of God. It's God who, God's will that you use the brain that he gave you. Maybe uh, it wiped your memory. <laughs> Maybe the head was wiped your memory, not mine. Oh, snap. I played them in reverse. Uh, well, bummer. Um, Obviously, it was God's will that we were siblings. Because here we is, being more sibling-y than ever. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing. We can be pretty weird sometimes. It's true. All right. So, our topic is the will of God. This echo is annoying. It's not annoying me. No? Nope. All right. <clears throat> We're just going to go with it. We're in a Taj Mahal. Um, with board games in the back. Hey, sorry. <laughs> even the priests need something to occupy themselves. You guys will have to forgive me that I end up watching this either live or later. I am very tired. <laughs> so I'm going to do my best when it comes to seriously discussing things to be serious. But it's going to take a lot of self-control. Because <laughs> my brain is not the greatest right now. Yeah. So the will of God. Well, Let's start with what is it? What is the will of God? Uh, the will of God is the plans that he has for you. Yeah. What he wills. What he wants you to do, to be. Yeah, and it's weird because the will of God, I've seen it explained, and I really like the way that people mm -hmm. say this, uh, two ways. They show the will of God the uh, perfect will of God, you know, or, or the determined, sorry, the determined will of God and then the special will of God. And I hmm. really like, I, I like the way, um, I believe it was Mr. Ives that actually was talking about it. He said, sometimes 
we have the special will of God. And that's actually, that's what a lot of people talk about when they say the will of God. Mm-hmm. They're saying, uh, you know, God wanted me to buy this house, marry mm-hmm. this girl. So move like to this specific job. to that person. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of emphasis placed on the special will of God. And when they talk about the will of God, talk about that. Mm-hmm. But I've also seen the and then have recently had to think about the general will of God. Mm-hmm. And this is something that's I, I don't want to say overlooked, but no, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. It's um, something that a lot of people don't think about because everyone is so focused on the specific will of God. And they there a lot of people are goal oriented, future minded. So like Okay, so where does God, what does God want me to do for my future? What does he want me to do for a spouse? Where does he want me to live? Am I supposed to be missionaries? Which are very good things. Definitely things that you need to consult God about and definitely things that he can lead you in. But then when it comes to a season of waiting, waiting to know what that specific will of God is, that's where a lot of people become restless they become uninterested bored because they're like oh well god's not answering my prayers and the temptation there is then to oh well god's not listening to me why do i even try when really you don't need specific answers to those prayers in the seasons of waiting he's already written it all out in his word yeah what about reading your bible praying witnessing you know those that's the general will of god that a lot of people yeah and i for a while, it was like I didn't know what the what the special will of mm-hmm. God was from my life. I thought I did, and then I didn't. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of distraught. It was like I was lost. I didn't know what to do, where to go, who I was. Mm-hmm. And I got some really good counsel from a pastor. And you've heard this before, but... I just had to bring it up because he he uh, he said something that's very profound to me. He was talking about um, Isaac. Uh, he Abraham was getting a mm-hmm. wife for Isaac. He sent uh, one of his servants. One of his servants. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name was. Hold up! I'm changing. Mm. All right, there we go. That echo was bothering me. There we go. So he sent one of his servants, servants yep. named was it Zachariah? No, I think it's Eliezer. Eliezer. <laughs> I'm terrible. Terrible. Double at that. check that. Um. Yeah. Got double, a Bible right that. here. That's why I have my Bible with me. <laughs> but you'll send an Eliezer to get a wife for Isaac. Mm-hmm. And Eliezer didn't know how he would. That doesn't say actually his name. I, I believe at one point it does. Wait, let me look. Let me just look at the, the end here. Okay. Keep talking though. Um, he sent a servant, and his servant didn't know how to find the right wife because he didn't know, you know, really what to look for because. Mm-hmm. 
who of us knows what to look for, yeah, honestly? Exactly. And so he, then he actually he went to a well and asked the Lord things and talked to him. And the Lord sent along Rebecca. Mm-hmm. And Rebecca was God's perfect will for his life, for, mm-hmm. for Isaac's life. And he found him. And then after that, he went to Rebecca's father's house. And he was recapping the story. And he said that while he was in the way, mm-hmm. God led him. Yeah. And I love that. That stuck with me ever since I heard it. Well, I was in the way God led me. So it's not about, you know, knowing immediately. It's about being in the way. The way being like the highway. Mm -hmm. He was moving. He was doing something. He was in the way God wanted him to go. So he didn't know which way God wanted him to go. But he knew that he had to go in the way. Right. So, you know, doing it for us then. Oh, for quickly, it doesn't mention in the actual story his name. I believe at some point it does mention that Abraham has a servant. And I think his name was Eleazar. Um, but it doesn't say the specific name in the story. Okay. So, um, yes. And so for us today, then that looks like, you know, God won't show us specifics. Like he he it's hard for us to know. Like, oh, this is exactly where you're going to go at this point of time because we're not already doing what he wants to do. We're not seeking his will. We're not reading our Bibles. We're not, you know, we're not praying. Yeah. We're not doing the things that he has already asked us to do in his word that's clearly spelled out for us. And so mm-hmm. if we're not already serving him, what makes, you know, makes us think that we're going to do the big things he asks us to do? Exactly. And yeah, yeah, that's a big thing is, is that I realize is before we look for the special will of God, we need to be looking for his general will, mm-hmm. his general will. Um, I will that none should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things he wills and he always will wills that for everyone. Mm hmm. So if you start looking at the things that he wants for your life, no matter who you are, yeah, you'll be on your way to figuring out what he wants for your life in specific. Right. And another thing is, too, is our way of talking to God is prayer. And God speaks to us through his word. So if we're not reading his word, mm-hmm. we don't know what he's saying to us. Yeah. Or it can be very confusing because we're not reading the word he's already given us he's exactly. already written it down he's so, already talked to us yeah and so if we want what it is and sometimes it'll be a specific verse that says exactly specifically what he wants to, you to do like go into all the nations go teaching, into you know, all the world and preach the gospel yeah. baptizing them in the name of the father the son and the holy ghost yep and sometimes it's that specific but yeah. sometimes it is just general like, you might read a verse and, like, in the middle of a book that you didn't think you could get anything from, and one random verse will stick out to you that's specifically up. Well, not specific. Well, kind of. Yeah. But it, it goes applies to what you're, you're trying to decide and so, or trying, you know, a, a decision you're trying to make. And God brings that out as either confirmation or the lack thereof. 
Yeah. And say, yes, this is what I want you to do, or no, I don't. So if you're not reading the Bible, which is God speaking to you, you can't hear from God like he wants you to. Exactly. Therefore, you won't, if you're not reading your Bible, you won't even know what to do generally unless you've been told by somebody else. And so, yeah. That's, and so, yeah. So, you important. know, I, I've, I've seen a lot in the Christian realm about trying to see the specific will of God, but mm -hmm. you can't see the specific will of God without knowing the general will of God. Mm -hmm. Yep. If you don't know to be like, uh, you know, preaching, teaching, getting someone saved, discipling them. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that, if you don't want to do that, if that's not something you are willing to do and wanting to do, yeah. why would he want to use you for something else? Mm -hmm. Especially because it, um, like the story of that Jesus gives of the guy of the Lord who gave his servants talents. He gave them responsibilities. He gave them small ones. And then they were the ones that used their talents for God mm -hmm. and did with them what they could, yep. got rewarded and got more. So, like, I guess one of the most probably overused, but one of the most common examples is who am I going to marry? That is a yes. big thing for a lot of single people. Uh, it was for me, too. <laughs> and it I is know for me. <laughs> it is for you. Yeah. You know, and I know that I married, but that doesn't change that it was real before. And, you know, that was a big thing for me. Who am I going to marry? You know, what is he going to be like? Is he going to be like this? Is he going to be like that? You have all sorts of things, all sorts of ideas of what you want them to be and et cetera. But yeah. that marriage is also a big responsibility. Like it, even if you don't have children, which, you know, a lot of people have children. Some people have children right away. Some people don't. Yeah. But if you do, children are even bigger responsibility than yeah. just marriage. But I have learned in the past three, almost three years of being married, that just being married is a big responsibility. Yeah, it is. Not, and it, I mean, it includes like just the tasks around the house. You know, now instead of being having like two chores around the house, I have the house. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have it's to all, stay on top of the there. house. You got all the chores. Exactly. <laughs> I got all the chores. And But there's also somewhat of a spiritual, like, responsibility as well. Because now you have to, you and your husband, or if it's a guy, you know, you and your wife, now you have to have that responsibility spiritually. Yeah. The, of course, the man as the head the, of the you home. You have the responsibility of trying to seek the Lord together. Exactly. And the man as the head of the home. Now he's got a big response. Like he's got a bigger responsibility than the wife does because he's the leader that God put there. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's a lot. It's a really big responsibility. So, you know, but that's always seems to be a priority on the minds of, of single people, which not everyone but most everybody <laughs> yeah. always looking for their next crush, the next person they're going to marry. And trust me, like, at yes. camp, you'll, <laughs> you see it, you see it all yeah. in droves. Yeah. And I will say this, the desire to be married is a good desire. I'm not saying you have to push that thought aside and not want to do that. And I'm not saying to have a crush is wrong because that's normal. Yeah. It's just, I, human I, I personally figured out like, Having a crush, not only is it not wrong, it's normal and it's natural. Yeah. All right. If you it's have a what, crush on someone yeah. and that's like cool, 
more power to you. It's what you do with it. Exactly. So they, and that's exactly. the biggest problem with, that I've seen with emotions is a lot of people take emotions and, and they say, well, they're good, but only a little bit, or they're bad, but only a little bit, or, right. or something like, you know, well, they're, they're okay, but maybe emotions aren't bad. Yep. Just like thoughts aren't bad, it's what you do with mm -hmm. it. Thinking is not wrong. Exactly. If you think on the wrong things. Yeah, which Philippians 4, 8 says that finally, brother, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, if there be any and virtue, virtue and if, if there be any, any wait, pride. lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. Uh, oh, yes. missed that part. <laughs> if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Exactly. So, yeah, but you know, emotions, wanting to get married is a good desire. The Bible says, who so findeth a wife, findeth a good thing and obtaineth yep. favor of the Lord. So it's a good thing. But when that is what's consuming your thoughts and that's the only part of God's will you're focusing on, that can become a bad thing because then you're choosing to obsess over it. And so it's definitely a good thing. And yes, you definitely need to search out God's will. For Absolutely, you. I guarantee you won't regret it if you do it God's way <laughs> and wait for God's God's one. Um, but if we're not being faithful in the responsibilities that He has already given us in the people that in helping the people that He places in our lives already, and not handling those small responsibilities. How is he going to be able to trust us with the responsibility of, you know, of marriage for a man of mm -hmm. supporting a family, of being the spiritual leader of the exactly. home, for a woman being the helpmeet that she needs to be for her husband? And that includes spiritually. Like, yeah. you know, just because you're the wife doesn't mean like, oh, well, I can never talk to God anymore. That's my <laughs> husband's decision. No, you need to have yours. You still need to have your own personal walk with God. To even if you don't like, I guess, tell your husband, like, you know, oh, this is what God wants to do, and this you can be there to support him. And yeah. if he has a burden or if he has um, something he's praying about, you can be right there. You can go to God yourself and be like, God, give him the strength, give him the wisdom, you know, stuff like that. Absolutely. And still a big responsibility. So if we're not reading our Bibles, if we're not praying, if we're not telling others like we should be, if we're not walking in the spirit and, you know, just all the things God tells us to do, that's going to be a lot harder to handle, if not impossible. Exactly. So we, to start with, you need to know God's general will for your life. Mm -hmm. you need and that to comes know. by studying his Boom. word. Every mm -hmm. single thing you could ever know about God's general will for your, your life is going to be in that Bible. Yep. Now, if you if you go through that, if you are living every day and you are just doing what the Lord asks, then on top of that, he'll start to reveal his special will. Mm -hmm. So how does how do you what are some things about God's special will we can understand, right? Like it's yeah. it's a it's a much more complicated <laughs> process. It is because it's like right? the general, general is like, will hey, God, it's all spelled it's just, out in the Bible. Just read it. <laughs> he said it. I believe it. Done. Done. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Special will of God. Now that is wow. That's a lot. It is. It's a um, lot. I know. I will say one thing. I was just thinking about in uh -huh. either general or special will of God. 
if you're having something you struggle with or you just, you know, need help, don't be afraid to find a good godly counselor like your pastor or your pastor's wife. My mother-in-law, who is also the pastor's wife, has been a tremendous blessing and a tremendous help in my life. Even my father-in-law, our pastor, he's, they both have been, they've been incredible spiritual help. And, um, my, I guess, aunt and (laughs) uncle-in-law, uncle Seth and aunt Crystal, they've been a huge help to me as spiritual mentors. Yeah. Um, investing in my life and there's nothing wrong with getting counsel as long as it's from a a source that you trust and if you're just really stuck and you don't know what to do even if you just need someone to pray for you find somebody you trust that you can see that they're following god's word and they're following god and ask them to pray for you ask them to give you counsel if you need it um especially when it comes to the special things of god's will yes that can be so hard especially like i'm gonna go back to this, the spouse thing wow as a girl i can tell you as a girl who is emotionally driven and as a girl who is like i, I don't like to presume things but at the same time you know like i want faith but i don't want to doubt and like <laughs> ah, i don't want to get it wrong <laughs> praying about my future spouse especially when it came faith, down but I'm scared about it <laughs> yeah when it came down to um praying about Andrew who is now my husband it yep. was like a torturous field in my <laughs> brain <laughs> it's just like I like this guy yeah. is that why I'm praying about him is it just because I like him or is God actually oh, you know something man. like that yeah exactly and so i would say and in that you can ask god for specific things so i could say i would say you know first thing is if you're really stuck and you really you need help and you need guidance talk to your pastor talk to your pastor's wife talk to a trusted advisor an adult yes (laughs) that's the biggest thing is is don't go to your peers yeah i've i've learned it the hard way unless it's an adult to an adult that's a little different but still, but so someone who has had experience in your yes. what you're going through. Exactly. Experience so, so even if whoever you're talking to is similar in age, someone who's already been through and gotten out of what you're going through. Yes. Right? And not just someone who's in it. I mean, they can offer some advice. They can offer some consolation, but I've noticed yeah, the advice is lacking. It is true. Because they're still learning themselves. Yeah. And, and one other thing, I've learned two rules. Two rules for asking advice. Mm-hmm. Um, ask the two types of people. Because I've noticed there is... There is a slim margin of peers you can ask advice of. Mm -hmm. The two types of people you need to ask advice of is people with more experience than you and people with different experience than you. Yes, that is very helpful. So, um, like, I was able to ask advice of um, Aaron Belke about a certain topic. I actually got invited by a girl to prom, and I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be really cool. Well, I talked to him. He grew up in public school. Mm-hmm. He had to deal with all that. Yeah. He, I was calling him, talking to him. He said, you're probably not going to like to hear this, but no, you shouldn't go. That's mm-hmm. a bad idea. He said, I, I know what happens at proms and you shouldn't be around that. And I had no clue what happened at prom. Yeah, because we were homeschooled. We I had, I had, a, I had a view. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's just, 
It's just people eating. And I like I like this girl, so I wanted to go with her to prom. Yeah. You know, so and he he encouraged me not to, and mm-hmm. I'm thankful I didn't. Yeah. Right. So even then, though, you still need to be careful in mm-hmm. asking advice of people same age as you, because he was actually a little older than me. But he's also he experienced that. that he's a first of all, he's a Christian. He professes the yep. Lord, and I, mean, I can see by his life, and but he stuck with it. Yeah, and I can see that he's a very genuine person. Yeah, so you have to look at that too, because if you can see again, if you can see someone's following the Lord, and pray, you can pray about that too. Like you can pray about anything. If you're unsure if you should go to somebody for advice, like you don't know, mm-hmm. pray about that too. <laughs> God says, "Pray without ceasing." We're supposed to pray about everything, and like God, is this someone that's going to give me good counsel? Is this somebody that's going to help me? Is this somebody that's following you that I can trust? Because you can always trust God. And again, God Absolutely. will lead you to the answer. But, you know, in this in that specific situation, he's had experience. And yeah. we know that he's coming at it from the point of a believer and not, you know, from the world. Because if it's, you know, if you ask any public schooler today who goes to prom and you're conflicted about it, they're, they're going to say, oh, say, yeah, go. Yeah, it's you're so going to prom. Fun. Why wouldn't you go to prom? Yeah, and that's what others had said. And I said, nah, I'm not going. Yeah. Um, so that that would be my two rules. That's that's my two rules for asking advice. Mm-hmm. Someone who's been through, you know, someone who knows more than you. So someone older than you. Mm-hmm. And that is Experience. honestly, yeah. uh, you know, that someone who's been through more that that will give you the best advice. That's true. Yeah. And then someone who's been through different stuff than you. Someone yeah. and someone who's not your personality type. Do not. Yes. If you go for <laughs> advice to someone that's the same personality type, they will do one of two things. They will either judge you or they will agree that you're right. Mm-hmm. And that's worse. That's much worse. Yeah. That's because why then you make yeah. very, very dumb decisions. Yep. <laughs> that is why I'm thankful for my mother in law. She's the opposite personality of me. So she yeah. gives me a good perspective, a different perspective, a fresh perspective on yeah. something new. And um, also Beth, our sister. Yeah. Beth, she's got an opposite personality of me. Andrew has an, my husband has an opposite personality of me. So when they when I go to them for advice or or if I just I just need a different perspective, it's always helpful. Yeah. They don't just tell you what you want to hear. Right. They tell me what it is. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they, yeah. they see it very differently. And so. Yeah. And those are also people, even though Beth and Andrew, well, I mean, Andrew's my husband. So, of course, I'm going to trust his advice because I trust that he's the one that God brought to me. Yeah. Um, But Beth, she's younger than me, but she's always been my straight and narrow. (laughs) (laughs) She has a a sensibility to her. Yeah. And she's been in the world. She's had jobs in the world. So she's had some life experience. Yeah. Um, And, of course... When you get advice, take it back to the Bible. Like Absolutely. that's that's one of the best things that I've heard from people who say if you go to get a if you go get counsel, you know, follow those things we were just talking about, but then always bring it back to the Bible. Yeah. Check it out in God's word. See if what they're saying is right. And that, that goes in reverse. If you are go- if someone comes to you for advice, even if it's one of your peers, and uh, first thing is refer them to someone who knows more. Right. Unless it's something that God has, 
brought you through. Yeah. And if something that God has brought you through, share your experience. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, if you also want to give advice, there's nothing wrong with that. If that advice lines up with the Bible. Exactly. If you're going to give bring advice, it, bring it back to the Bible. Always bring it back to the Bible. Because that will work. Mm -hmm. If you don't, that problems. Yeah. There should be problems. <laughs> yeah, because that's just, that's never a good thing. Um, I'd say also the other thing that is a good thing for finding out God's special will, ask for specifics. Yes. Pray for specifics. Like, for okay, signs. Yeah. Because there's nothing wrong with asking God for signs. Some people think it's like horrible. Like, oh, you're tempting God. You can't ask for a sign. <laughs> but God has told people in the Bible, yeah. one that I can, one specific one that I can think of. Um, actually, two, I think. Yeah, I don't remember the other one's name, but Hezekiah, he wanted to, or God said he would heal him. So God gave him a sign that he would live for another 15 years. I think, yeah. right? Yeah, he did. I'm not getting confused. Okay. <laughs> I think it was, I think it, there was yeah. another one where it's another king where he gave him a sign where he refused to ask a sign of God. And that's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And that's where God, that's that's one well, of that's the times God, God prophesied. sign. Yep. The by virgin prophesying birth. Yep. the virgin birth. Yes. So there's nothing wrong with asking God for specific things. Yeah. And actually, good thing I have my Bible with me talking like about Gideon. specific things. Hold on. Yeah. Gideon asked for a sign. God wasn't mad. He didn't. He didn't get upset. He asked for two signs. List. Okay. What is on said list? What I wanted oh. in a husband. You can't see it. There you go. There you, go. you can't. Tilt still it, can't read it. it. But this is my list. Okay. You tilt it to the to the hmm? weirdo there. angle. Boom. So these are a list of specific things that I prayed about for, to have in a husband. So again, you know, that's just a common common thing that's talked about is praying for a spouse. But don't be afraid to ask God for specifics. Yeah. And then you'll know that that's what he wants when he brings it. Given exactly. um after I started praying about Andrew before we were in a relationship, um just I observed a lot of who he was, what he did, mm -hmm. what he said, what he liked, what he didn't like, and it slowly added up on the list and then after I was like, okay, well, he fits my list. I was still doubtful. <laughs> because, again, I just <laughs> don't want to get it wrong. Hmm? You're still what? Doubtful. Oh. How dare you? You're a mm -hmm. child of God. You're not supposed to doubt. <laughs> <laughs> this was like four years ago. Oh, now you don't ever doubt anything. Never. Yeah. My name's not Thomas. It's Ruth. No, no. I boldly go forth, serve God wherever He calls me. Right? That is if we weren't human. Say what now? Your God is my God, and that whole thing. It says it right in the Bible. It I'm does. I'm a very kind and loving person. My mother-in-law ought to be very thankful for me. <laughs> if her name was Naomi, I think uh, I think it was supposed. To, I think it was a it was a typo on her mom's part. I think her name was supposed to be Naomi. Anyway. I think so. I think so. <laughs> You're saying about the asking yes. for signs. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so even after that, yeah, I would ask like specific things like, okay, Lord, this is something I've been praying about. I think this is the way you're leading me, but 
could you have this happen? And I picked like the most randomest things that man could not create <laughs> or like we couldn't, that I couldn't manipulate. That was yeah. the thing. I didn't want to manipulate because I wanted to get married. I've been wanting, I had wanted to get married since I was seven years old. I didn't want to manipulate the situation because I knew that if I ended up with the wrong person, you know, someone that wasn't good for me, that I just kicked the stand whoops <laughs> um, that i wasn't that god didn't have for me then it would just be miserable yeah it would be miserable yeah and so i'm super thankful that god answered the specific signs that i asked for and now i am i will be married for almost three years and i still to this day not a single doubt in my mind that he is the one that god has for me that's awesome even, even today and that's just one you know one thing in like okay Another thing, we were praying about a house. We had a budget. We wanted to stay within that would was hard to find a house yeah. in Coleman. That's the other thing. We wanted a house, didn't want to rent. We wanted to stay in Coleman. And we had a certain limit on how much because of what he had say, Andrew had saved for a down payment. Yeah. And there was other people that were freaking out. They're like, oh, you're almost married and you haven't found a house yet. And call me. You're just going to have to rent. And, uh, and we're yeah. like, no, no, we want a house. We're praying for a house. And God gave us the house that we're living in right now. And it was in, not only was it, it was listed at our top price, but they went down for grand. Wow. And so we got it for cheaper than our top price. And it's a house we don't have to rent yay because i just Hallelujah. i love having people over and it would be hard nearly impossible in an apartment <laughs> yeah and um so he answered that it's in coleman so we're close and it's just it's really cool to see how god works when you're willing to ask him and you're willing to trust him yeah. and he will show you what he wants like okay proverbs 3 5 and 6 has become a couple of verses that have been really real to me okay in the last i don't know like year or so it's you know versus everyone knows um trust the lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding and all they always acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths and it's something like a lot of a lot of people know that verse and they just say it they're like oh yeah i know that verse but when you <laughs> you're gonna laugh no it's an inside joke oh slow down <laughs> and think about it, it. Down. <laughs> It makes so much more sense. It's true, though. When I slow down and I think about it, yeah, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. All of it. Every no, not single part of piece. It. Not, oh, I trust the Lord, but also, I'm not sure about this. So I'm just right? going to take it in my own hands. Yeah, no. Because also the next part, and lean not onto thine mm -hmm. own understanding. What do you understand what are things that are tangible what do you know don't lean on that that's in situation trust in the lord with all in heart lean not until i understanding yeah. that goes along with don't follow your heart yeah <laughs> a lot of people say that but says bosses lean not into your own understanding you could because god can do the impossible so if you lean on what you know and what you can understand and you're just trying to reason it out in your mind you're going to go for on loops for days Instead and of just, I have. Yeah, same here. Instead of just trusting Lord, don't lean yeah. on your understanding. Say, okay, God, I'm trusting you with this. Trust Lord with all in heart. Only not unto thine own understanding. Because God might have something impossible he wants to do in your life. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. 
all of them. What do you do on a daily basis? Um, you know, again, I, I feel like that applies to the general will of God. Yeah. In all the ways acknowledge him. Are you doing his general will for you? Are you reading your Bible every day? Are you praying every day? Are you, you are you spending time with God? Are you know um the movies you watch, the music you listen to, the friends you hang around in all thy ways acknowledge him? Even something as so simple as like how you eat, you know, yeah. like what food do you eat? What do you drink? What is, you know, like in all thy ways acknowledge him. Then comes the promise, and he shall direct thy paths. And again, that can go for general or specific will of God. Yeah. If you're trusting God with all your heart and you don't lean on what you know, what you understand to be happening, the circumstances you see, you acknowledge him in everything you do. He will direct your paths. He says he shall direct thy paths. And that and he will bring you to the specific will he has for your life. And I think that's that's something that's been really helpful and very encouraging for me as of late is just like, okay, when I don't know what to do and my mind is going crazy, all right, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to give you what I'm thinking about, and I'm going to let you lead me. I'm just going to keep being faithful where you put me. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful, First Corinthians 4, 2. Yeah. You must be faithful. I'm going to be faithful with what you've given me. If he's giving you talents, whether it be one talent, whether it be a bunch of talents, like some people are like, oh, man, I can't play an instrument. And, oh, man, I can't do this. And I'm not good at this. You have a voice. You can tell people about Jesus. Yep. You have a voice. You can encourage people. Yeah. And if you aren't good at talking to people, then, I don't know, write letters, bake them a meal, unless you can't cook. But you can still encourage people. You always have, you always, you always God have gives you something always. Yeah. So take the talent, ask God, like, okay, what is it that you want me to do with this talent? What is my talent? If you don't know what your talent is, ask God what your talent is. Take that, use it for him, be faithful, trust him. Yeah. And he shall direct that path. So if there's something specific you come across in your life, he shall direct that path. If you follow, if you follow your end of the deal, God will always come through on his. Always. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing is that if you want to know, and this is, you know, it's it's kind of simplistic, but it really, it, it is. It's easier said than done. <laughs> it's easier said than done. So if you want to know his specific will of God, it's in all thy ways acknowledge him. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. You have to be, when you wake up, you have to be acknowledging him. Mm -hmm. When you go to bed, you have to be acknowledging him. When you're eating mm -hmm. your food, you have to be acknowledging him. Mm -hmm. Everything is for his glory and and for his, you know, yeah. his praise. Yeah, and another verse that just came to mind, Matthew 6.33. But seek ye first, first, the kingdom of God mm. and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. As somebody who deals a lot with anxiety, it's, which I will say, it's always better. The closer I am to God, the more time I spend with God, the more faithful I am in my devotions, the less I deal with anxiety. Yeah. The less struggles I have in that because it's a lack of faith. It's a lack of trust in God because you're worrying about like, oh, where's the oh, next yeah. meal going to come from? We're, we're living paycheck to paycheck. 
And it's, it is hard. It's very difficult, especially when you deal with anxiety and it, it, it just all these worries, but yeah. you're like, you're like, oh, the, the bank account is so low. We've got like, you know, 20 bucks left in our bank account. We have to live on this for two weeks. We have this, that, and the other. And it, it just doesn't add up because, you know, we need all this food or we need this much money for gas. And it, it's more than what we have that's leaning on your own understanding yeah it's what you understand to be your situation to be yeah but with men this is impossible but with god all things are possible yeah. and it says but seek your first kingdom of god and his righteousness righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you and the context of that passage is talking about your day-to-day -day needs your food your clothes if i remember correctly that's what i was talking about because i remember looking it up because like i'm like Huh, I wonder what the context of this verse is. Yeah. Are you short on food? You short on cash? Well, there's a God that owns the cattle of a thousand hills, the wealth in every exactly. mine. He and he says, What's his is yours. And you just have to ask him for it's, it. It's crazy. Yeah. We 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 get so in our heads, mm -hmm. especially like anxiety, and you know, we even in the Christian realm, sometimes it's downplayed, but it is. It's difficult. Mm -hmm. It's difficult to Very much with. so. Um, I had a period of about five months uh, situation where I was just constantly anxious. Mm -hmm. Constantly worrying because I wanted to impress a girl. <laughs> Who doesn't as a guy? Uh, but I was changing my side note. Us girls just aren't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but don't I know? Oh. <laughs> so you're still single, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why I'm still single? I'm sorry. How I, dare you? I love how, how, how long it took you to react. I my, thought you didn't hear me. My brain is just like. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> and I was so worried. Mm -hmm. Why? Because my focus was on her. Yep. And it wasn't on God. Yes. It was on how do I fend? Please go upstairs. It was on how do I impress her and not how do I impress God? God. Yep. How do I get closer to her? Not yeah. how do I get yes. closer to God, and speak, and that yeah. is a big thing. Is it we is. need to um, be closer. We need to be closer to God, and that's what we need yep. to focus on. Even once you're married, I've learned this. Yes, your husband is definitely a high priority, or your wife is yeah. definitely. The Bible even says, Absolutely. when you get married, you care for the things of the world, how you may please your husband or wife, depending on which verse you're reading. <laughs> um, and it's definitely high on the priority list, but never above God. Yeah. And when, even after you're married and God gives you that desire, um, God gives you that, and you know that it's God's will, when you start leaning on them, like they're God, mm. and you lean on them more than you lean on God. Yeah, it actually makes it worse. It does. Speaking from experience, and the times that I haven't 
kept my focus on God, but rather depended on Andrew for my happiness, depending on Andrew to be who I thought he should be because I was, you know, I would read my Bible, but I wasn't spending time in prayer. And I was looking to Andrew because I'm like, well, obviously he's God's will for my life. So therefore he should know everything. You know, he should be the spiritual leader of my home. And why doesn't he? But that's because God does God doesn't call us to trust in our spouse with all our heart. Yeah. And always acknowledge our spouse. Yep. Trust so, in the Lord. So to recap, if you want to know the special will of God, you cannot be leaning on your friends. You cannot mm-hmm. be leaning on your family, on your spouse, yep. on your desires. Yep. You need to be leaning on God, following his general will, and acknowledging him in all your ways. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that sums it up pretty good. I think so, too. It's, yeah. All right. So, with 10 minutes left, I'm going to steal a segment that I got from a tech podcast, Android Central, that they stole from another podcast <laughs> that I cannot remember the name podcast of. Podcast B. We are. We are. <laughs> why be creative when you could steal others' creativity? There's We're no lazy. Or I should say, why be creative right. when you <laughs> so, <laughs> Amen. So it's what's making you you're really happy about it. It's like, man, this is so cool. Or the Lord did this. Or it could be about something of the Lord or something that just an event. Um Something you've been reading, watching, looking, you know, looking through, doing. What mm-hmm. make what's making you happy this week? Well, it's only Tuesday. Well, but... how about last, <laughs> last week? Let's go well, with last Okay, week. if I can remember back that far. Um, let me think. It's just a jump to the left. <laughs> um, sorry, my brain was trying to formulate a joke off of that, and it didn't it didn't come fast enough. So That's the um okay. Time. I know. Um, a couple things, actually. Um, one was, I was mentioning about uh, early in the podcast about my friend Joanna. Can you talk to her? Yeah. It's just, it's always an encouragement to talk to friends and to be encouraged by friends. Um, just encouraged in the Lord and yeah. to keep going. And um, her and I, I'm under her in a, in a shampoo dealer business i don't know she business money uh, affiliate marketing yeah and um i am i am signed up under her and just being able to encourage each other in the business and the lord simultaneously <laughs> like it's it's weird but it's really cool yeah. because um even though uh, some of the people you know they may not be christians themselves the company is based on a lot of christian principles which Absolutely. I think is really cool. And so being able to encourage each other, you know, like in both in our businesses to keep growing and do better, but also in the Lord at the same time, I think is really cool. And it's a really cool endeavor. And also last week I got to hold a baby and that made my heart excessively Aww. happy. <laughs> my yeah. um uh, technically my cousin in law, but she is super tiny and adorable. And that made me very, very happy, and yeah, <laughs> Little there's a lot of things that make me happy, and honestly, just my time with God yeah. has just made me overall happy, and it it and it's just because my time, every, my life is linked 
to my devotions. I've learned if I'm not faithful in my devotions, I have a miserable life. I am filled with anxiety. I'm filled with worry. I'm filled with fear. Yeah. And when I'm not, when I'm focused on God and doing what he wants me to do, again, just tying up the podcast, <laughs> it just, it makes me feel happy and fulfilled because only God can do that. That's awesome. And I, and even having a friend over yesterday and I talked to her a little bit, just hang out, watch a movie. That just makes me happy. I just, I love being with people, especially the people of God because they are it's just such an encouragement and just yeah. helps me grow so much so I mean I could talk forever about things that make me happy and right. Andrew makes me happy <laughs> just hey. being able to chill out together and we've had a couple of like a couple of chill days recently that have been so nice to take a break from business yeah. so I say what makes you happy what's making me happy yeah. <laughs> um well first of all me for sure me <laughs> Um, it has, I've actually started up chiropractor and wow, I did not know I needed that. Oh yeah. Chiropractor. My back <gasps> That's my the other thing that made me happy. I had a chiropractor for me <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> that has been really helpful working a really intensive labor job mm -hmm. and just being able to. Feel a little less like a zombie yeah. while at work. <laughs> Get relief. It's been nice. Yeah. But then on top of that, actually, this this has been making me happy this week. It's actually been making me happy too. Yeah. I've been looking forward to this. I know. I've been I actually week. I've been forcing myself to post on Instagram every day. Mm -hmm. Okay. At first it was like, oh, it's midnight. I I need I still need to mm -hmm. post on Instagram yeah. though. And so it's just like uh, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, after the first two or three days, I've been loving it. I've been yeah. I literally pulled over. So I was I was on my way home from Marinette <laughs> and I saw the sunset. I'm like, oh swah, swah, swah. <laughs> I pulled to a side road and just took pictures of the sunset, and it's been so fun. Yeah. I've been loving posting on Instagram every day. It's mm -hmm. been it's really been a thrill. Yeah. It's kind of challenging myself. What's a what's the best photo? You yeah. can post and all. It's it's been it's been a lot of fun. And then getting this all together, it's been a little stressful. Yeah. That's and fun, it's though. fun. Especially when you do like something about again, God's word or God's principles. It's for yeah. me, it's exciting to start thinking about it and to yeah. start applying it just to see it all come like oh. <laughs> Bible study is takes a lot of work and a lot of time, but man, once you get into it, it's so cool. It is. <laughs> it's it so is. cool seeing what God says. So that has been what's making me happy. I've just been enjoying mm -hmm. doing this, and mm -hmm. I hope to do this for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, we got. Let's see, we got three minutes to burn. Well, got three minutes to burn. Do we I have a YouTube. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel. Oh um, yeah. Plug, yeah, plug, your, I start... plug all your uh, plug all your stuff. All my stuff. All oh. your stuff. I would say one more thing that makes me happy. God's been helping me make a routine out of my days. That's been super nice. So I guess instructor in my life, nice. and he's been helping me stay consistent. Um, which just makes me super happy. Anyway, I have a YouTube channel. It's actually called Ruth and Beth Knudsen because we made it together. We created it when before I was married and we have music stuff on there some of it but um I've been praying about posting some music more music because good music is hard to find 
yeah. without digging. And I was talking to somebody about that recently. And so I was like, you know what? Talking about God's will for your life. <laughs> hey. Whoa. Isn't it cool how God works? Yeah. Um, that's one thing I've been praying about. A specific thing I've been praying about in my life. God, do you want me to start recording music, posting it for people to be able to listen to? Because that's some, a talent that God has given me. And there's not a whole lot of opportunity for me to use it because there's so many musical people in our church. You know, not everyone can play all at one time or sing yeah. all at one time. So, um, yeah, it's just, I, if I remember correctly, it's Ruth and Beth Knudsen. And I'm going to, yeah. Lord willing, start um, posting, a, excuse me, on there more regularly. I had couldn't post anything recently because I had to get harp strings. A couple of them broke. <laughs> And then my microphone comes in tomorrow. So yes. that, and then either I'll have to record piano with the church for now or get my piano tuned because it's out of tune and it doesn't, doesn't sound like it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I want, I want what it, I want it to be done well. Yeah, exactly. Because I think it's something that would be a blessing to others and could bring honor and glory to God. And so I want it to be done well. So if you want music, I have, I already uploaded uh some of my stuff my harp cds that i've already made on to youtube my youtube channel if you go check those out um i also am going i'm working on more content with my harp with the piano uh -huh. voice with my violin and you know, just a little bit of everything awesome um, i got requests from my social media and so working on those to get the i'll get all right eventually. so um <laughs> what is your main social um i have facebook and instagram what do you use the most yes Okay. Are you so, okay? Instagram. On Facebook, you are Ruth Navis. It's just, and then on Instagram, Ruth it's Navis. at Ruth Navis. I better check. I believe so. Or um, I think it's Navis Ruth. Sorry for Instagram. Um, I'm pretty active on both. Usually, if I post on one, I post on the other. Um, I do have. Uh, let me look. Navis Ruth on Instagram. All right. So at Navis Ruth on Instagram and Ruth Navis on Facebook yep. and then Ruth and Beth Knudsen on, on YouTube. YouTube. And then if you want to check so, out my hair page, my page for my money stuff, hair, skin, and wellness, I can, if you want help with that, I have a separate Facebook page for that. All right. Sparkling Spontaneity Hair Care. Sparkling Spontaneity. I think it's hair, skin, and wellness with Ruth. So, so yeah. there you go. Uh, that is our podcast for this week. We have switched to Tuesdays. We'll be posting. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna have a podcast every Tuesday. I will try to get someone new every Tuesday. Uh, I already have a few people that are interested. A few people that I want to be on here. So, um, I will see you next week. Have a wonderful and blessed week. And uh, bye. Bye.